Well, hello, and welcome to the e-commerce evolution podcast, where we bring you the best of what's new and what's next in e-commerce. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And our mission with this show is to interview the top merchants, the top marketers, and the experts shaping the e-commerce industry. This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by Zipify and their flagship app, Zipify Pages. Zipify Pages is an e-commerce sales funnel and landing page builder that seamlessly integrates into your Shopify store. Just start with one of a growing list of templates and then customize and go. These templates are created by my friend and eight-figure e-commerce store owner, Ezra Firestone. Each template is built with proven conversion elements, but also features a simple drag and drop editor. So you can truly make these pages your own, so you can customize and tweak and test and create some awesome landing pages and sales funnels. So check out all the details, sign up for the beta at zipify.com. Well, today my guest for the very first episode is a man who really needs no introduction for most of you. Uh, Mr. Ezra Firestone, good friend of mine. He's the founder and CEO of Smart Marketer. He's also a serial e-commerce entrepreneur, and two of his skincare lines, Boom by Cindy Joseph, is poised to do $17 million in revenue this year. Be Friendly Skincare, about a million and a half in revenue. And so, needless to say, Ezra knows his stuff. He He's truly a wizard when it comes to traffic generation for e-commerce, email marketing, and really anything e-commerce. But today we're going to talk about his initial claim to fame, e-commerce landing pages. And so we'll spend most of our time talking about the money pages for your site, the product detail pages. And if you think about it, every conversion path that a user might take through your site is going to involve a product detail page. And so today is going to be extremely practical. You're going to hear from Ezra himself, some of his favorite layouts, some of the elements that have to be present or should be present in a product detail page. We'll also talk about some of the mistakes, some of the mistakes that merchants make that you'll want to avoid. We'll also talk about some fantastic examples and companies you need to be paying attention to in this space. And so I think you're gonna love it. Here's my interview with Ezra Firestone. Super excited to welcome our guest to the show, good friend of mine, e-commerce expert and all-star. He is a rock star, many of you know him. All of you that know him love him. It's Mr. Ezra Firestone. Ezra, how's it going, man? Woo! All right. You just gave me a, a pretty fancy intro. I don't know if everyone knows me, but uh, thanks, man. I feel good. I'm happy to be here. Um, but I am confident I like that those that know you love you. I'm confident with that <laughs> for sure. So, well, thanks, know. Brett. I appreciate the confidence booster uh, this morning. <laughs> um, it feels good, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I feel like Richard Simmons on stage. Yes, uh, yes. That guy was always pretty jazzed. Uh, you know, he actually performed at a at a casino around where I live in upstate New York recently. No um, way. Did you make it out? Dude, he's back. No, I didn't make it. He's back. And you know who else was back? Polly Shore. No. I'm telling you, dude, Polly it was a Shore's like, that's from my That's from my junior high days. Polly Shore. Hey, yeah. Uh, you keep on cruising. Keep on cruising. So he, um, yeah, he's back, man. Did you know that Polly Shore is actually the son of Mitzi Shore? who um, started the Comedy Store in L.A., which is like a uh, place that put you know, stand-up comedy on the map in the L.A. scene. So No way. I did not uh, know that. Yeah, so little, he's the son of a... Tidbit. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why he made it in the industry. I mean, I know we're here to talk about e-commerce, but come on, Polly Shore, man. You got to lead with Polly Shore and Richard Simmons. I mean, if you're talking about, you know, if, if one of your goals is to build a brand, this enduring brand online, 
you know, you could learn a thing or two from those guys. Maybe not your style oh, sure. of brand, but for sure, for impressive. sure, those guys are uh, legends. Yeah, yeah. So um. cool. So little little <laughs> tidbit on the e-commerce evolution podcast. I love it. So we're talking today about uh, landing pages and product detail pages for e-commerce. How to make those things convert. I don't really know anybody that does that better than you, Ezra. And you're always testing, always tweaking. You're teaching people what you're doing. You're kind of a mad scientist when it comes to product detail pages and landing pages for e-commerce. And so I really want to just try to hit this topic from every direction. And so we'll just kind of do some. You know, that's that's what put me on the map in this industry. I came out with a e-commerce theme, actually, where I was doing um, development for one-to-many, meaning I, I developed a theme many years ago for big commerce that thousands of big commerce merchants used that was based off all the split tests from one of my first shop uh, dropship stores. And so we spent like a million dollars advertising this dropship store in like 2007, 2008, 2009. And then around 2010, 2011, we coded all those split tests into a theme, which was really our first, you know, um, venture into software as a service for a bunch of other business owners to use. And uh, when we published all that data and all those, uh, all the, that, that case study from that brand, uh, people really liked it. And they were like, man, this stuff's really cool. And that's kind of what led me into being someone who shares what I do in my business was really um, conversion rate optimization, specifically on an e-commerce store. And most specifically, the most of the data and most of the action was on that product offer page because product offer pages, man, they really are the most important page on your website. Some people will tell you it's your shopping cart, it's your checkout, it's your post-purchase thank you page, it's your home page. I don't buy it. Uh, um, my viewpoint is that most of the time, if you're looking at traditional e-commerce, particularly e-commerce where we came from, which is query-based visibility e-commerce, people are landing like on the product offer page sometimes first if they type in a query to find that thing. And if they don't land on it first, if there's some kind of front-end sales funnel, which I also recommend, by the time they get to that product offer page, they're ready to make a purchase decision. So that thing better work, you know? Yeah, absolutely. If you think about that, every conversion path goes through the product detail page, right? So that page has to work. And, and you're absolutely right. Sometimes you kind of parachute into the product detail page and skip the homepage or category pages altogether. Or you go right to the, you know, the, some kind of a landing page. Uh, offer page type of thing. And so so as we look at how to craft this beautiful converting, and when I say beautiful, I mean it, it works, and that's what makes it beautiful, not necessarily the aesthetics, although that can help as well. But what what elements are critical? So if you're analyzing a product detail page, you're building one for your own company, what are like the must-have elements or the, you know, well, these think, are things we have to I think to we're kind of looking at a couple different things when we look at product offer pages. The first is the technology that they're built upon, right? So the tech stack, the infrastructure that is serving up this product offer page has got to be up to par, right? It's got to be fast. It's got to be mobile optimized. It probably has to be built for mobile first, considering like 80% of your traffic is mobile. You know what I mean? Um, so there's like that technology side of it, which if you're on a platform like Shopify, you know, or something like that, and you probably have that technology side down. And then there's the communication side of it, right? Where we're communicating to a prospect the value that we have to offer them. And one of the things that I like to think about when it comes to communicating value, because at the end of the day, all of conversion is just communication. If you can communicate effectively the value that you have 
to a prospect, you will get them to convert. And so when I look at communication, I look at media formats because some people like to watch video, some people like to listen to audio, some people like to read text, and some people like to look at images. So whatever you're communicating, and we'll talk about what needs to be on that page and what you need to communicate, you need to have that in all available media formats on that product offer page. Yeah, it's awesome. What What do you think, oh, and speaking of mobile, just something that we, we have to touch on for just a second. Uh, you know, and I know, I know you've seen this, Ezra, and probably most of the people that are listening have as well. But you know, Google announced now that starting in 2017, they're going to put the mobile index first. So they're going to consider the mobile index of all your pages before they will the desktop. And so, if you're on a responsive theme, then they're basically the same. But it's interesting to to know that now Google is announcing, hey, we're going mobile first with how we look to rank pages. And so user yeah, I experience think that, is critical. That, yeah. yeah, well I really think that that's a that Google, like what Google does is what we try to do, which is describe how the internet is being consumed and then uh, have that dictate our action, right? We wanna meet people where they are and where people are is mobile. So our sites and our offer pages need to look amazing on an iPhone 6S, you know what I mean? On a yeah. tablet, uh, because on an Android phone, like that's where people are going to be consuming them for the most, for the most part, you know. And and what happens? What's interesting is that um, purchases are moving from mobile to desktop. So someone is going to start their buying cycle on a mobile phone. So people, in, in on average, uh, adults in America have two devices. Um, and a quarter of them have three devices. And so they're starting their journey on a mobile phone and then moving to bigger devices to make actual purchases. So, so 30% of all uh, conversion actions that happen as a result from Facebook start on a mobile phone and then move to a bigger device. And I do this all the time. Like I save something on my mobile phone. I look at the offer page. I'm like, man, I really want that. And then I go to my laptop to actually make the purchase because it's a little easier for me, you know? Um, yeah, so absolutely. I do the same thing. And, and, and that's where, yeah, it can't be stressed enough. And, and you know, we can, we're not looking at traffic specifically, but it certainly ties into this and looking at, man, the, the need to be pretty aggressive, but have the right strategy for your mobile bids for uh, mobile text ads or mobile Google shopping ads. I mean, it's all, yeah. it's all critical. It, so and when we look at the big shifts in product offer pages for e-commerce, like the way that a product offer page used to look for e-commerce is it used to be that you'd have a carousel of images on the left at the top, right? You'd have a buy box on the right, which was like the name of the product, a little bit of information about the product, any variant selectors that you might select and then an add to cart button. And then below that, you would have tabbed product information boxes, right? All the information about the product would be in tabs and then you might have customer reviews and stuff like that. So that is what I call old model e-commerce. And a lot of people are still doing that. A lot of people are still using that sort of traditional layout and that works fine, but you have to understand where that layout came from. It came from a, um, you know, an internet environment that was not mobile that was not finger friendly, i.e. people were not engaging with the digital medium with their fingers. They weren't, they, it wasn't touch-based engagement and people weren't scrolling. So what we were trying to do in that environment when, the, when, when that sort of traditional page design that everyone uses came out was stuff everything above the fold. That's where the tabs came from. That's where sticking you know, all the information above the fold came from. And now that people are consuming on mobile, you'll notice that Apple, Facebook whenever they have an offer, Google whenever they have an offer, me whenever I have an offer, our pages are much, much more long form because people can scroll very easily. Like if you look at your heat maps, you see a big streak there on the right or left side where people are just scrolling away. So I think one good um, 
thing that you can do for your product offer pages. You don't have to be afraid to open them up, make them longer, make them make them more long form rather than traditional. Uh, I would say anyone who's got an e-commerce store might want to split test a longer form, left-right content kind of Apple style product offer page versus their more traditional e-commerce style product offer page and see what works better. We've been finding that the longer form pages are converting significantly better for us. Yeah, I totally believe it. And, and it's, it's interesting, you know, we kind of get into this mindset of this is the way we've always done it. This is how a product detail page should look. And so we're just going to build it that way. And, and, and totally. that is definitely the desktop first mentality rather than the mobile first mentality. And, and so now explain what you mean. I know what you mean, but just, just if anyone was confused, the left, right content yeah, yeah, so like basically, um, you know, you have an image on the left, a headline and some bullet points on the right. And then below that, you have a headline and bullet points on the left and then an image or video on the right. So it's kind of rotating back and forth. Rich media, text media, rich media, text media. And that rich media could be image or video. But if you look at any one of my product offer pages, you're going to see at least a double block of long form left right content where I've got some rich media and I do videos actually. I've started, I've switched from going, if you go to boom by you look at any one of my product offer pages, you're going to see hero shot at the top carousel of images, you know, buy box, sort of that traditional e-commerce kind of here's the offer. And then as you scroll down the page, you're going to see very long form left right content where I've got rich media interspersed with text to communicate the ownership benefit. And we should talk about really Let's look at what you're trying to do on an offer page first before we look at kind of how it should be structured and what individual pieces of content should be on there because there's a lot of individual pieces of content that you really want on your product offer pages to increase your conversion rate. Things like – and I'll just throw one in right now. Things like taking your unique selling proposition such as you know, uh, free shipping or amazing customer service or you know, uh, made in America or whatever your unique selling pr propositions are, taking them, putting them in image format and sticking them under the add to cart button. That way when someone goes to click the add to cart button, they see right below that they're reminded of all the reasons they should do business with you. That right there gave us an 8 to 10% lift across our stores on people clicking the add to cart button, which was a huge conversion increase. So there's specific elements that we're going to want to have on our pages. But first, we should look at what is the page trying to do? And ultimately, the only thing the page is doing is communicating the ownership benefit of the product. How does it make the person's life easier? And the way that you do that is you talk about what it's like to own this product. You show the product in use. You demonstrate the product in use. You talk about what it feels like to own the product. You have people, other people besides you, because of course you think you're great, you know? Right. You have other people saying the product is great. So uh, if you remember that everything is designed to demonstrate ownership benefit, it gives you a frame for creating the content that actually goes on the page. Yeah, and I, and I love that, and I 100% agree. You know, people people buy the benefits we learned in in marketing school, or or if you're ever in sales, you learn that. You know, people buy the benefits, and features back that up, but they really buy are buying benefits. And I think rolled up into that, you know, you got a, a few things, and you touched on them. You know, product demonstration, and maybe even overcoming some objections. Like, what what are some things totally. that maybe holding someone back from uh, really that first moment of truth, right, is clicking that add to cart button. They still got to check out after that, but that first moment of truth of, yes, I'm going to go ahead and add this to the cart and and take it from there. You know and, what's interesting, Brett, and I, and I see this a lot uh, in our industry. You know, you and I are fortunate. We get to relate with and communicate with and deal with thousands of, of e-commerce entrepreneurs on a yearly basis through yeah. our businesses. You know, you and the services and now content, you know, business, me and the education business. Uh, so we're doing e-commerce, but we're also communicating and relating with other e-commerce business owners. And what's, what I find interesting is that people are confused in general about what makes a sale. 
A great product doesn't make a sale, dude. A great promise. People buy the promise. They don't buy the product, which is why you often see, you often see, you know, crappy products winning because they make better promises. So the goal of the product is just to live up to the promises that you're making. Like obviously your product has to be amazing or get out. I don't want to help you. You know what I mean? If you're selling something that's not good, that doesn't have integrity, then like do not use anything that you're listening to here and go get yourself a good product. You know? Exactly. Um, exactly. But if you can figure out how to make the best promise, then you will have more sales than anyone else because people are buying the promise that you're making to them. Yeah, I love it. You, you touched on a couple of things. You touched on rich media. And so I like to take just a little bit of time on that. You know, obviously, if someone's buying a, a physical product, then imagery is super important. And we run into uh, clients and prospects and people we're helping a lot where their imagery really needs some work and that puts you at such oh, a disadvantage. Man. But what, what advice do you give to people specifically around images? Like, how do I know when I need better images? What should I do to get image? Like, just any, any tips on getting killer images? Well, there's three types of images, okay? Again, I like to um, categorize and frame every element of my page. And so when I look at images, I look at, uh, first of all, more is better, right? So you're going to want to have nine to, let's say, 16 images that people can scroll through. And those images, uh, you want to have sort of your more traditional, like just showing off the product from every angle, the product open, the product close, whatever, all that kind of stuff, beautiful I like to do my images on white, most of them, right? Just white background, clean. And then there's the images that demonstrate the product in use, which are more lifestyle type images, people actually using it, showing the benefit of it, showing happy people. So all the thing that you're all the things that you're doing in text and video content you're doing with your images. So you've got the images that show off the product, the images that show off the product in use, and then you have customer images of people actually using the product, people taking pictures with their products, selfie images, social proof images of the product in use, of the product in customers' hands. So that's really three types of images that you want. And look, you know, people can't touch your product before they buy it. They're buying it online. So images are a really, really important part of the game, man. Yeah, you gotta I, get, I, I would say if you think, if you have any doubt about your images, go get new ones. They're not that expensive. Yeah, it's so it's so worth it. I always cringe when I see the product detail page. It just has one one product image, and it's not even a great image. I'm just like, you oh. are you are telling people not to buy the product at this point. Yeah, and you um, want to have um, image zoom, right, where they hover over it and it zooms up close. You know, so yes. you want really high quality images that can be opened up and looked at. You know what I mean? You yeah, want yeah, yeah, and and I fully agree with the white background. You need at least some of those. It also works great for Google Shopping, which. Something we do, and and I think it's critical for most merchants to to give that a go. And so those white background images are useful there. I also love the demonstration images. Just just a quick uh, example here. We're working with a company that sells uh, self-mounting lights that go under vehicles and ATVs and RVs and things like that. And what do they try to make them look like cop cars or something? Uh, no, no, no. They go under. They're called rock lights. So they go like in the wheel well of your Jeep. Mainly like they sell for Jeeps and ATVs. Like that's the, like four wheelers and stuff. So they go in the wheel well. So it lights up as you're as you're going over rocks and stuff at night. If you're you know wow. four wheeling at night. Um, but it's cool, but like they, their product detail, I mean, their images mainly just look like wires. Like you can barely see the, <laughs> the light, just like a, the thing of wires and, and they, and they know this, they know. And so they're working on images now. And one, like one of the tests they do, they, they run over the lights with a truck and the lights don't break. So I'm like, guys, you got to get a bit, like get a picture of that and a video of that. Totally. So, totally. So, and one thing you guys do, and just want to emphasize this because I hope nobody missed it. The the images of actual customers using the product, 
I don't see very many merchants do that. You do that with all your properties, and I can always, I can tell when you send us a client and we're talking to them, and I look at their page, I'm like, oh, yep, they have definitely followed the Ezra <laughs> Firestone. Ezraified, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been noticing been a lot of. Yeah. We've got some stuff, you know. We got the Firestone footer. We can talk about. We got some sort of some some sort of tagline things that are that we do often. But yeah, look, man, social proof. Like we live in a social economy, and guess what? People are dying to take selfies. Every I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, everybody wants us to, to take a selfie. And so if you're like, if you incentivize, we do this a lot. After people buy from us, we incentivize them to take selfies with our product. We're like, hey, take a selfie with our, you know, hold our product up or show how you're using it and smile and send that into us. Uh, through our contest application, you know, which, which, uh, by the way, I have built a contest application if you want to nice. use it, if you're on Shopify. But nice. uh, anyways, we, we incentivize them. We say, look, you can win a $100 gift card or a $50 gift card. We pick a winner once a month. You enter once and you're entered to win for life. Uh, and then we use those images on the product offer page because social proof works. I mean, it's just like – it just does, you know, every time we add more social proof to the page, and by the way, we also incentivize our customers to send us 30 to 90 second video reviews of the product. So we say, hey, we actually tell them everybody's a winner. So in that incentivized campaign, we're like, yo, send us, I mean, we don't say, we don't say yo to them, but uh, <laughs> well, we say send. In some cases, saying yo would be totally acceptable and totally Yeah, cool. it might yeah. work. I don't know, but you know, um, my market with, uh, yeah, never mind. But anyways, <laughs> the point is that um, we say, hey, you know, we'll give you a $10 gift certificate to our store if you do these three things. And we send them an email that explains what we want them to do. We want them to, you know, grab our product, hold it up, talk about how the buying experience was, talk about how they're using the product, mention our brand name, mention the product name, and then, you know, shoot that on their iPhone and just email it right back to us. Um, and then on that offer page, that email links to an offer page, it's like step one, pull out your iPhone. Step two, you know, shoot the video with these three things, make it horizontal rather than vertical. Step three, send us an email. Step four, claim your gift card. And on that offer page, by the way, that is an offer page. It's an offer for a $10 gift card. If they do this thing, we also have image format, uh, text format, video format, explaining what they want them to do. We want them to do. And we have examples of what other customers have done. So we're leveraging social proof on the page that's designed to generate social proof. So Wow. It, it works really well blown right now. Yeah, that's kind of meta, but yeah. <laughs> um, it, it works really well. And um, it's a really fantastic strategy for generating social proof. Like if you if you make 10 sales in a month, right, let's say you have a product, you sell 10 of them. I can pretty much guarantee you that between one and four of those people will send you a selfie or a video if you ask them and you incentivize them, which means that you don't have to sell a lot of product to get conversion assets that are going to help you on your product offer page. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, I've looked at your pages and some of your students' pages, and you know, when you see like a list of 5, 10, 15 selfies all right there with the product, it's super compelling. Uh, it's, it's, it's impossible to, to not pay attention to that. Um, and I think what you did there, in fact, I know what you did, you, you made this easy, right? So I think if, if you were to pitch that idea to a lot of merchants, they would say, oh, you know, nobody's going nobody's gonna to take a video with my product because my product is boring or my customers just wouldn't do that. But what you did is you properly incentivized it and you made it super clear, right? Just use your iPhone, answer these three things, upload it here, and boom, you'll immediately get your, your gift and you showed some samples, and so I think a lot of people, if they do ask for video, they're like, hey, submit your video and get a prize. But then customers don't know what to do. Like, how do I start the video? What do you want exactly? Um, so I love the way you've got that structure. That's very powerful. Yeah, it's super cool, man. And and when we look at kind of like, if you look at the structure of my pages, I'll just I'll just rock down the page. So at the top of the page, and by the way, we can link to a couple of my offer pages. Um, 
in yes, this definitely. podcast. And we can also just mention real quick, because I like to monetize my behavior. Uh, I built a landing page builder that can do all this stuff for you really easily if you're on Shopify. And I can tell you more about that later. Uh, but basically what we do is we start the page off with a uh, with a bunch of rich media. So we've got you know, a carousel of images of the product. We've then got a little snippet of text about the product. We've then got um, a video of the product, and then we've got a call to action button. So all that stuff is above the fold on desktop, and most of it's above the fold on mobile, except for the video. You scroll to see the video on mobile. I would recommend looking at my pages on both mobile and desktop because they've been um, deliberately optimized uh, for both. Now, the next thing that we do is we don't just have one sales video. So we have our one main product sales video, which kind of demonstrates the product in use, talks about why it's great, you know, and it's it's us pitching our product. And then underneath that, we have two other what I call third-party pitch videos, which are professionally designed and produced videos of an arbitrary third-party pitching our product. So someone other than us talking about how great we are. And I actually know a guy who will make these for you. Um, you can email me, help at smartmarketer.com and say, hey, Ez, can you hook me up with your third-party pitch video creator? And I'll send you uh, over a link to him. Uh, he's really fantastic. And and we actually have been lucky enough to get a bunch of press. So we've got like morning shows and people who are pitching our product and it's all professionally produced, but you can have these made for you. And so this is like another conversion asset. So you have your main sales video and then you've got other videos of other of you know, that look professional that are people talking about how great your product are. Then, and Ezra, just really quickly, we, we will link to the the pages in the show notes so people can access that. But what what is the brand? I know this applies to multiple, but just, just kind of pick one for those listeners. Yeah, if you look wanna... at Boom by Cindy Joseph, I have two brands that I share publicly. I share Boom by Cindy Joseph, which is my one of my skincare brands. And then I share Be Friendly Skincare, which is another one of my skincare brands. Um, those are the ones I share publicly. Awesome. And they're, you know, Boom will do 17 million in revenue this year. Be Friendly will do about a one and a half million. So they work, we're doing really well with them. Um, and so I'll link to those. So then as you go below that, you then get into the long form left, right content section. So it's like, you know, rich media in the form of video, headline, bullet points, kind of explaining. And this would be the information that would be in your tabbed product boxes, right? Like whatever you're saying about your product description, essentially. Um, so we open that product description up. We make it really rich. We add images and videos in it. And then as you scroll below that, we've got a social proof section in the form of traditional reviews. So we're like, you know, we've got a Yotpo a review widget on there that's, you know, getting reviews like more traditional star ratings and things like that. Um, and then as you scroll below that, we have two rows of videos of customer video reviews, right? So the, you know, I told you we incentivize our customers to give us uh, reviews. Well, yep. what's interesting about these customer video reviews is the only difference between those and the third party pitch videos that I mentioned earlier, the ones that are right under the main sales video is the customer video reviews are just not professionally produced. They're just shot on an iPhone, but it's the same thing. It's an arbitrary third party talking about why they love our product, right? And then we go into some you might also like different cross-sell type products. And that kind of brings up the notion of the um, increasing your average order value on your product offer page by cross-selling. So as an example, I used to sell wigs. I was one of the largest retailers of mullet wigs in America in 2008. That's, um, that's so awesome. I would be so proud of that if I were you. That's, that's, yeah, that's, dude, that's now like nine years ago. I was rocking mullet, selling mullet sweet. wigs and Elvis wigs and, and stuff. And so, not only were you selling them, you were modeling them, if I remember correctly. Oh, yes, yes. we can. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to talk about that part, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so anyways, a um, couple things that we were doing on that site, and this was some of the things that we had included in our uh, big commerce template that we now have in our Shopify template, um, is on that site, we had this little call to action above the add to cart button. And it said, Hey, 
would you like to add a wig cap for a better fit? A wig cap's a thing that you put on your head to make your wig fit better. And it had a little picture of the wig cap and it just said, check this box to add that on. And you check that box and it added it onto your order when you clicked add to cart and added four bucks on. So we were doing a pre-purchase cross sell right on the product offer page. And we got about 30% of people to take that, which is why I think anyone who has a product offer page should be having some form of pre-purchase cross-sell on there, like some kind of variant that you could add on that makes you know the order value higher. So as an example, the way that we do this on Be Friendly is right on the product offer page, we incentivize them to order more than one jar by giving them a discount. So you see you know, one jar, two jar, and three jar, and you see that you get a bigger discount as you order more. So that's another way of cross-selling is offering a uh, price break on more product. So I think cross-selling is a really fantastic strategy for product offer pages, and I think that you know, 85 to 95%, like basically everyone whose offer pages I look at, they're not doing it. And I'm like, dude, you could be making, you know, 10 to 30% more revenue day one with a good, you know, dynamic, relevant cross sell right on your offer page. Now to continue on, uh, unless you have something on that. Yeah. I was just going to ask. So, you know, you see a lot of people and, and I, you know, Amazon's great at this where they have the people also bought, you know, recommendations that are there and a lot of your shopping cart platforms will kind of add that functionality or you can throw in a, uh, an app or an extension to do that. Are, are you, are you saying that's what you recommend or are you saying? No, so I'm saying, that? I'm saying, okay, so I do that as well. By the time you reach the very bottom of my product offer page, which by the way, when you get to the very bottom, there's a call to action to add to cart, which brings you back up to the top where you can select your variants. So I'm trying to get you, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, I'm not making you scroll all the way back up to add a product to the cart. I'm anchoring a button that you could click right up to that offer box, right? So yeah, that works well. But um, what I'm saying is, okay, so two things. Number one is all the way below that at the very bottom, we have a you might also like, and then it shows off other products. Because if you scrolled all the way to the bottom, you're not interested, bang, I'm going to show you some other products that I have, right? So that's like a, a way of sort of mentioning other products in my catalog. But what I'm saying is on your actual product offer page, you should have a way for them to customize their order to add more money onto the order by adding an additional product, such as a wig cap, such as getting more product for for less money, like you know order three and get a discount, such as like let's say you sold – uh, wall tapestries. You might have a little variant that's like, hey, would you like to add a uh, little uh, hanging bar? One of these little hanging bars that you screw into the wall to hang the tapestry. Ten bucks and you can add that onto your order. So some form of cross-sell to increase the average order value right there on the offer page. Love it. Love it. What about what about upsells? And and I know you, and you've got a, a product. I know some people that, that use it and they love it. It's one-click upsells and and uh, you can find that at Zipify, uh, your Zipify site. Zipify.com. Yeah, baby. Holler at me. Yeah, That's Zipify right. is our, our application uh, company for Shopify. So basically what we do is uh, our business model is really interesting, right? Like we run these e-commerce businesses and then we document what works in them and we share that. Um, we have training courses and things like that where we we, sh- we have you know ways that you can get free information about what we're doing like on our blog and on our podcast and stuff. And then we have more sort of in-depth training courses that you can buy. And then what we do is we look for kind of what development we're doing in our business and then we make that available for everyone. So for example, it was taking us like 45 days to design, code, and implement a landing page for our Shopify store. And I've got a team of designers and developers on staff. And I was like, I can't imagine how this is, how anyone is doing this. So we developed a landing page builder uh, for Shopify, which is our flagship product um, in Zipify. It's such an amazing product. And like, if you have a Shopify store, 
there's no reason like this, this will be the backbone of your business. Basically you all your email landing you pages. I mean, it's such a good product, but, uh, it's actually in beta right now. So if you go to zipify.com, you can join the wait list. If you're listening to this after February, 2016, uh, then you can just go to zipify.com and sign right up for it and get a free trial and stuff like that. But, um, so anyways, one of the things that we like to do is post purchase one click upsells, meaning someone adds a product to the cart. They go through and they check out. Now, what like 95% of people do, I keep using that number, you know, 95%, but it's true. Like most people aren't doing this stuff. So if you're listening to Brett Curry's podcast and you're implementing all the stuff that he's talking about, you're going to be ahead of the game. Um, but what we like to do is instead of sending them to the thank you page, we like to make an additional offer related to what they just bought, what they can add to their order with one click. They don't have to add any more credit card information. They can just say, yes, I want this thing and it'll add it onto their order. So it's a post-purchase one-click upsell. Uh, and basically that, that offer that they see is dynamically generated based on whatever was in their, in their shopping cart. So basically like you can say product X has three different offers, product Y has three different offers that might show. And then based on what's in their cart, you know, the logic of the application is going to show whichever one you've set the logic to show. Uh, so we built this whole application for it and it's really, really effective. And basically what we're seeing, we, we now process 6,000 orders a day on this application across wow. like a thousand, a thousand Shopify stores. So we're processing a lot of orders on this application, uh, for a lot of different business owners. We processed like $15 million in orders through this app, uh, since we've had it. And what we're, what we're discovering is that pretty much every store that implements it sees an initial average order value increase. Um, some people have really bad offers that they're trying to offer people that are way too right, expensive. Right. Like they have a $25 initial order and then they're trying to sell people a $100 product. That doesn't work as well. But on average, we're seeing a 10 to 20% initial increase in average order value. Some people as high as 30%. But I can pretty much say huge. Uh, huge. very confidently that if you implement this strategy and you do it smartly and um, you follow our instructions when we're helping you set up the app, that you'll get 10% uh, to your bottom line day one, which is pretty pretty amazing, really. I mean, it's exciting. And um, we're very proud of this app, and it works really well. So uh, it's called, yeah, it's called One Click Upsell, and it's designed to do these post-purchase one-click upsells. Yeah, I love it. I was actually around, I think, when you kind of made one of the initial announcements at one of your smart marketer events. And yes. I mean, it was one of those things where you could just kind of look around the room and immediately say, Everybody is just nodding and saying, "Yep, this is what we, we kind of we wanted something like this. We needed something like this." Yeah, and people so, were stoked. Man. It was it was yep, cool. Yep, yep very cool. cool. Well, good man. Well, hey, I know we could talk about landing pages for hours, and and we're gonna do this again and talk about other topics as well. Uh, hopefully, make you a uh, at least somewhat regular guest on the show, which I would love. Uh, but how else can someone connect with you, Ezra? So, Zipify.com, check out all the cool tools and stuff that you guys have. But if someone wants to follow you on Twitter or connect on Facebook or whatever, how can they? I'm going to give you a couple you? URLs, but I want to give one more piece of um, one more piece of advice, which Please. is to use the isolation effect, meaning whatever color your add to cart button is on your offer page is the only time that color is displayed on the offer page. Mm -hmm. So basically um, isolate the call to action color. Meaning if you've got like, you know, if you want, you want your add to cart button to really stick out because you want it to get cl uh, clicked. Um, so you want to make sure that like we make it bright green and if the only place that you see bright green on our website is that add to cart button because subliminally green means go. I don't like red add to cart buttons because red means yes. stop, but yes. you can split test that. I mean, whatever. Or danger can, or warning or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or hungry if you're looking at McDonald's, but, uh, <laughs> like that's why McDonald's is red and yellow. But, um, okay. So the way that you can find me, so use the isolation effect, Google, what is the isolation effect? And you'll find more information on it, but we use that a lot. Um, 
So my name is Ezra Firestone. I've got a blog called smartmarketer.com. And you can find me on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash meet Ezra. So like meet me, you know, facebook.com forward slash meet Ezra. Zipify, Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com is our application company for Shopify. We do a lot of really cool stuff. In fact, we've got six new apps rolling out in 2017 that we're very proud of. Uh, we've got a team of 14 full-time developers. I've got a staff of 18 folks on the smart marketer side. So we're really um, growing uh, fast with regard to our um, you know, education and software as a service brands. We really um, – we just love it and we just super enjoy – you know, talking about e-commerce and doing development for e-commerce. So if you're interested in, in the stuff that we're doing, we'd love to, you know, have you check out our blog and check out our apps and stuff. And, uh, you know, if you want a free trial to one click upsell or a free trial to Zipify pages and you're listening to this after February of 2016, then you can reach out to us and we'll probably have that right now. Both of those are in beta. So if you want to get into the beta programs, you can email help at smartmarketer.com and say, hey, I heard you on Brett Curry's podcast and I want to see what's the deal with uh, paying to be a part of the beta. Um, so thank you guys so much. And Brett, uh, you know, I love chatting with you, as you know. So thank solid, you. Solid stuff, man. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. And as always, let us know what you like to hear more of, less of. We'd love to have a review in iTunes. Let us know what you think. That does help us. Uh, become discovered by other folks as well. And so with that, Ezra, thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on resources and guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.